Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Alan Searle. We continue today with the first chapter of 1 Peter, and it's a letter that calls us to what he refers to as a holy life. And now the letter was written to the early church members to encourage and strengthen the men and women whom he rightly called God's elect. He described them with the Greek word peripodemos. Now this is translated in various translations as exiles, resident foreigners, pilgrims, strangers, those who are scattered like seed or those scattered to the four winds. He was writing to holy ones. Peter was writing to people set apart for God's purpose, not for a worldly purpose. And we are that, aren't we? Were we strangers in a world not of our liking, where we somehow just don't seem to fit in? But are we holy? And just how would we go about being holy? Well, we get to that part of the letter next week. But for now, let's set the stage by looking at what we've learned this week and what the ancients thought about it, and that will lead into today's passage. So this week in chapter 1, we've been encouraged by a number of truths. We're chosen by Jesus. Our hope comes from the reality of his resurrection. We eagerly anticipate Christ coming again. That's the best news of all. The trial and tribulations of life are real, but they're accompanied by Christ. As we just prayed, Christ is enough. It's to strengthen our faith. And then yesterday, James outlined the richness of the gospel in how it helps us to get a more complete picture into Christ's life and ministry and how God brings us closer to him through revelation and through his word. So the result of all this in verse 9 of this chapter is that because of our faith, we have received salvation by God's grace. The law has been fulfilled by Christ, and now we live under grace. So that brings us to today's passage. Verses 10 and 11. And if this were a movie, these verses are kind of like a flashback. They're a backstory to remind us how fortunate we are to be on this side of the cross. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. Well, isn't that just like Paul and just like Greek? The passage is like a knot of string, and it takes a little untangling. So what do we see here? The Israelites, Peter describes in this passage, were waiting for salvation through a Messiah in ancient times. They were promised one by Moses in Deuteronomy 18, where the Lord says, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their fellow Israelites. I will put my words in his mouth. He will tell them everything I command him. So the prophets knew that Christ was coming. They didn't know when or where or how, but they knew it. And what Peter stresses here is that they were looking into what Christ would suffer and the glory that would follow his suffering. The writer to the Hebrews expresses this as well. For the joy set before him, Christ endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So look at that. Joy comes first, then suffering. We can't suffer like Christ suffered without being first filled with joy. And that's one of the fruit that our life bears for Jesus. So joy first, 
and then suffering. So if we're suffering today, or we perceive only our suffering and we have no joy, we might need to sit with Jesus for a while, worship him maybe, or pray, or ask for a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit to have that joy restored. Nehemiah says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And because this joy comes from Holy Spirit who dwells in us, this joy will help us be strong. With it, with this joy, we are strong enough to face any difficulty life may present. God's joy was enough for Christ to face the cross for you and for me. And certainly it will be more than enough for us in what we face today. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the joy and the peace that comes from you dwelling in us and which passes our understanding. We receive it. We accept it. May you teach us how to walk in it and to live in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Alan. Alan has reminded us that this letter, this letter from 1 Peter, is a letter full of good news. And so as we go into the weekend, we just want to give thanks for these things. And I'm going to read them out. We are chosen. We have hope for resurrection. Come, Lord Jesus. God comforts and helps us in times of trouble to strengthen our faith. God brings us closer to him through revelation and through the Bible. God grants salvation through Christ. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.